This is the time of year when we think back to when the three wise men went to see the baby Jesus. And according to the book of Matthew, presented unto him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These are simple words, but if we analyze them carefully, we discover an important, yet often overlooked, theological fact. In this account, there is no mention of wrapping paper. If there had been wrapping paper, Matthew would have said so. And lo, the gifts were encompassed about with seven square cubits of paper, and the paper was covered within and without with pictures of reindeer and snowmen. And Joseph purposed in his heart to cast the paper into the barrel of refuse. But suddenly, Mary saith unto him, Cease, man, and drop that decorative parchment. I need to preserve it for later generations. And Joseph did roll his eyeballs, and it came to pass that the babe was more interested in the paper than the frankincense. But these words do not appear in the Bible, which means that the very first Christmas gifts were not wrapped. This is because the people giving those gifts had two important characteristics. One, they were wise. And two, they were men. Of course. You see, I mean, as men, you know, we're, we're, we're not big gift wrappers, are we? Not much, anyway. I mean, you know, it's, it's functional, isn't it? You know, we, 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 we just don't understand the point of putting paper on a present just so someone can rip the thing off. I mean, what is the point? I am married to a perfectionist. Those of you who will know Alan, and he will spend hours wrapping Christmas presents. I can wrap about five in the time it takes Alan to wrap one. Because every corner has to be neat. Every, there's no wrinkle. The sellotape has to be flattened out precisely. It has to be exactly measured out and cut correctly, doesn't it, darling? Of course. I mean, if you're going to do something, you've got to do it properly. It's got to look smart. So who's that present for? Well, apparently this one says, To Joe from Love Dad. So, hi Joe. Hello. Happy Christmas. Thank you. You see, any present that's properly wrapped isn't that easy to open, is it? (laughs) The drama. We need a drum roll here. He's got it, has he? I don't know. I obviously wasn't quite as well done as I thought. You see, one of my points of gift wrapping is one of those skills, I think it kind of comes more naturally to, well, to women. You've got a present, I think, for, for Joe. I have a present for Joe. And my present is wrapped very prettily. Bowls and all the rest of it, I don't know. I like to make sure I choose the wrapping paper that's in, that fits with the colours I've decorated my tree with. Are there any other ladies that like to do that? No. <laughs> this, 
You see, with Claire, it's all about the paper. It has to be the right paper. It has to be uh, the right we gift do. bag. It has to actually fit. Yeah, but we do one colour for one child, another for another, another for another sometimes. Does anybody else do that? Yeah? So that they know which is theirs in that scrum. I mean... Uh, see, it's no easier to get into than mine. Some gift wrapping tips for men. One, whenever possible, buy a gift (laughs) pre-wrapped. Two, keep the receipt because it's going to get taken back anyway. Now, one of the gifts that I like to receive, yes, but I also like to give is one of the things you should give is a pleasing gift. So, something that will make them happy. So, for example, uh, if you wanted to buy me a present, a video game, for example, or a movie, preferably an action movie. (laughs) But, if you wanted to buy my mum something, well... Good question. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> That's actually really bad. <laughs> yes, I know chocolate, white chocolate, and everything like that. But you should really buy someone. You should buy a pleasing gift, okay? And Jesus is a pleasing gift as well because. He was the gift of salvation. He brought us salvation. And in James 1.17, it says that every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. But that explains everything. Now, when I was young, these two things, yeah, they were pleasing for me. I liked Action Man and everything like that. But now I'm older, I'm kind of leaning towards video games, movies, stuff like that. Um, so, I'm actually giving these away. Ooh. So, are there any fans of Action Man out there? Oh, wow. I thought that might be a little bit more than that. Would anyone like the car, which also has the projectiles, admittedly, in it, included, then the boat does have the projectiles in it as well, and the boat does float. It does. I, have, I, have, I actually did test this as well. Would anyone like the car or the boat? Are you after the car? Do you come out for the car? If you do, run to the stage, yes. Pleasing gifts are great, but I think that gifts should be practical. I'm a very practical person. Most people who know me will know that. And so I want a present that I'm actually going to use. I don't like getting presents that are just going to sit on a shelf or go in a drawer or are going to be funny for about 30 seconds when I first open them and go, ha, 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 and then get forgotten about. I want a present that I can actually use every day. If there's something that I need and it's coming up to Christmas, then it goes on the Christmas list because then I don't have to buy it. 
Um, and of course, in John 1, verse 12, it says, To those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And God gave the most practical gift there was. I mean, without Jesus coming and dying for us, we would die. We need life. And God gave us eternal life. You can't really get more practical than that. But you see, every gift has one real important thing that you have to do. I mean, when you're going through that, that shop and you're, you're making your way for the exit, the one thing you must do, above all, is pay for the gift. It's serious bad news, bleepers, and all the rest of it, if you walk out without paying. So every gift has, of course, to be paid for. And, uh, you know, it's not very nice to take a gift from one person and give it to another. I know that Chinese pot that looked a bit weird that you were given last year is kind of maybe... The, the idea is maybe give it away this year, but, yeah. Do you really like the person or not? And you know, Jesus, Jesus paid the ultimate price for us, didn't he? In Romans 5.15, it says that it's not the offense, as not the offense, the gift, the free gift came. For if through the offense of one many would died, how much more to the grace of God and the gift of grace by which one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded to many. There's such, such a gift from God. And I just want to remind us of some of these things. There's a, there's a PowerPoint somewhere in here. And, uh, you know, we're just going to sort of summarize all of this frivolity, laughter, with a little bit of common sense and reality here. And a five-minute sermon. Yeah, because uh, you, you can set the timer. It will only take me five minutes. Because the sermon's been unfolded as we've been going along. And, you know, surely, when we think about those gifts, and we remind ourselves, what were those five Ps that we've been looking at? First of all, it had to be pleasing. And so let's just remind ourselves of that scripture. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. Do you know, God knows how to give good gifts that are pleasing gifts, that are actually desirable gifts. So who can remember the next one? So we had pleasing, and what was the next one? It was personal. So who can remember what the scripture was for that one? This is how much God loved the world. He gave his only son, his one and personally only son. That's kind of how we're kind of playing on this, the personal, yeah? All right, God gave his one and only son. That God was totally personal, totally involved in the gift. What was that other one? It was practical. So what was the scripture that went with that? Practical. To those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Not children of a human descent, not, but spiritual children. That God giving us 
this right to a whole new family, a whole new, brand new start. So then we had the next one. What, who can remember that one? I didn't hear that one. Oh, it's up here already. Permanent. So let's see the scripture that went with that. I give them eternal life that they shall never perish. No one can ever snatch them from my Father's hands. You see, the gift of God is not just an occasional thing, just for a short while, but eternal life. You see, eternal life is not just this life that's going on and on and on and on. That would be a bit boring, wouldn't it? But eternal life is the amazing life with God, living with God and all the fullness that he's got. You know, celebration, there's a party going on in heaven. In fact, there's going to be a party going on in heaven today because there's going to be people who give their lives to the Lord today. That permanent gift of everlasting life, the grace of God in our lives every single day, helping us to be who he's designed us to be. That's amazing. And lastly, it was paid for. And actually, I quoted the wrong one because I actually wanted to quote Galatians. Galatians 3, verse 13. Christ redeemed us from a self-defeating and cursed life. You know, this is the reality. As we give gifts at Christmas this year, we're giving gifts that are personal. We're giving gifts that are permanent. We're giving gifts that have been paid for, are practical and pleasing. God's gift to us this year has been the same one for all of eternity. He intends us to live with him every single day. And when Abby was uh, nearly three, one Christmas... We were giving presents when she was nearly three, and uh, there was presents for her. And she said, I want to give a birthday present to Jesus. What can I give? And we said, the best present you can give is to give him your heart. And there you go. Five minutes. To give him your heart. To actually surrender your life to Jesus is the best present that we can give him. Because he's given us everything and we want to give him our everything. And so as we're just praying right now, I just want to make that simple challenge. You know, for children as young as three, today can be a day when actually they give their life to the Lord. Adults who are 33 or 93, it can be the same Amazing gift that today is today a day when you understand the love that God's got for you. We've been joking about decisions, but this is the decision that God lays in front of us. The gift of God, the indescribable, the amazing, the permanent, precious, or paid for gift of salvation is here today for whoever wants to give the life to the Lord. And I just want to make that challenge right now. We're just going to just pray together. And just, if you want to have never actually understood the difference between knowing about Jesus and actually becoming personal with him, then today is the day for you. It's just, 
bow our heads, and you can pray this with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for your life. That you came as a gift from the Father. Personal for me. You came to pay the price for me. You came to give me a permanent gift. You came to give me practical entrance into the heaven. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you that that is a pleasing gift to me. And so today I surrender my life to you. I want your life in exchange for mine. I want you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. To help me to really live as a son. With all the power of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Jesus, for this indescribable gift that's mine today. Amen.